Hey there, and welcome to the Wholehearted Life podcast. Now, if you are anything like me, the young professional, I know that you are looking to live a more balanced and wholehearted life. Well, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do that. So let's go. Hey, 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 welcome to the Wholehearted Globe podcast. Really excited for you to be here today. Really excited for you to be tuning in. The Wholehearted Glow podcast is literally me hanging out in my studio apartment, staring at the palm trees outside and sharing with you the things that are inspiring, the thoughts that I'm having, the conversations that I'm having with the people around me and bringing it to you because I went through a phase this year where I thought that nothing I did mattered. I thought that my voice didn't matter. I thought that I didn't need to be seen for who I truly was and who I truly am and the multifaceted layers of myself. And then I realized that that was not true. And I deserve to make my voice heard as do you. So if you feel like you're challenging, or you're going through a struggle with that, I highly recommend that you just put yourself out there, whatever thing it is that you want to do, whatever dream that you're chasing, or whatever person is that person you feel is the right person for you, even if it's not convenient. I am here to tell you that it's really worth it to do the thing that you feel that you're meant to do. Um, So I wanted to go on the podcast today and just talk to you about this huge, huge pet peeve or not pet peeve, but let's just say the most common, common, common thing that I hear as a trainer and a coach, what that one simple sentence is and why I think it's really going to inhibit your progress. But before I do that, wanted to give you some updates. Let's have a chat. Okay. So the first thing is I'm reading this book right now called Extreme Ownership. And basically it's written by two U.S. Navy SEALs who were the lead people of the lead officers for operations in Iraq in the early to mid 2000s. So I believe it was around between 2005 and 2010 in which they speak on experiences that they've had being Navy SEAL commanders and having to lead large groups of people. And you know what's the most interesting thing that I've taken from the book so far? I'm not going to obviously like tell you everything, but the coolest thing, um, talking about leadership and how to take what we call ownership of your life, which I'll also explain, which I kind of goes without saying, but I like to really articulate the biggest thing that I've taken away from the book so far that I wanted to share with you specifically is this idea that it doesn't matter how much you think your team is underperforming or how much the people around you see no potential in themselves. It matters the way that you present yourself and the way that you lead your team or the way that you do your responsibilities, right? Because there's a million people in the world right now that are probably doing the exact same thing or a similar thing to exactly what you're doing, right? But they're not doing it the way that you do it. And that's a super cool way to think about leadership and to think about the way that you are called to do something. And I wanted to share that with you. The second thing is this idea of ownership. So ownership is basically understanding that every single thing that you do, everything that's happening around you and your team and in your work and in your family and in your job and in your relationship and in your fitness and in your food intake, those are choices that you're making, right? Those are choices. For the most part, let's assume you're in the free world, wherever that may be for you, 
and that's about it. Let's say you don't have a threat to your safety. Okay, you are making choices. And extreme ownership is about taking ownership of every choice in your life. You're not happy with your relationship? Okay, work on it or get out of it. You're not happy with your job? Okay, work on it or get out of it. You're not happy with what's happening at your workplace because you're not making any money? Okay, figure out a way to make more money in your workplace or leave. It's this idea that like nothing that's happening in your life is happening because other people are letting it happen to you or other people are making it happen to you. Like, have you ever met that person that's just like, oh, well, you know, we're slow today because today's just a slow day or, you know, I'm not doing that great at work, but that's not really my fault because such and such is playing favorites and they're the person that's getting all of the business or whatever it may be. I'm just trying to think of examples that are very general and applicable. It's like, actually, no, that's not true. Any person that has the drive and the passion and the capability within themselves to be successful at whatever it is they're doing, they're not going to say those things. They're not going to say that things that are happening around them are the reason things aren't happening for themselves. Something that I always tell incoming trainers where I work is that you need to make things happen for yourself. And that's what ownership is all about. And that's why I really like this book. This is a concept that literally changes your life because you don't rely on external sources. Not to say you don't rely on them for help and for support. Build a big network of support in your life. That's so important. But when it comes down to what you're trying to do in your life and how you're going to do it, you're going to take ownership of exactly what you want to do. And you're not just going to talk about it. You're not just going to be like, you know, like I had someone tell me one time they were like, they uh, worked at a place that didn't have really good food at the cafeteria because it was like, a, I don't know, a bigger a bigger company. So they had a cafeteria and they were like, you know, all the food that's being served at the cafeteria is just like complete crap. And it's not really making me feel that good. And like, it kind of sucks and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, um, I just turned to them and I said, why don't you just cook your own food and bring it with you? And they were like, oh, okay. It's those little changes that make a huge difference, right? It's like you taking ownership of making your bed. If you listen to the most recent podcast, like you make your bed, not because you want to make your bed, but because you want to feel like you took ownership of doing the most basic task to get out of bed in the morning, making your bed. It's awesome. So anyways, cannot recommend the book enough. Definitely have been taking a lot of awesome nuggets from it. It is written by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. So check it out. Okay. The next thing is I am headed on a trip. So I'm actually going to Guatemala. And you know, what's really interesting that has been happening about this trip is I've told a few people like, yeah, I'm going to Guatemala by myself. Um, and the people that have been there are like, Oh, you're going to have a great time. Just, you know, like be careful, like whatever. But I speak fluent Spanish and I am pretty street smart. So yeah, so everyone's like, okay, cool. Um, you should be good. And then the people that actually haven't been there that I've spoken with, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going to Guatemala. You definitely shouldn't go. It's super unsafe. There's a lot of gangs. There's a lot of violence, blah, blah, blah. And like, yes, I think both those are true, but it's just an interesting duality to be dealing with as a person who is like a f single female because I do everything on my own. And 
I don't know. Someone was like, you're being kind of headstrong going to Guatemala. And I'm like, you know, maybe I am being headstrong to go to Guatemala. But like, I feel like if I had a feeling about it that it wouldn't be okay, then I wouldn't go. And I'm a pretty intelligent person. I don't go out at night. I don't party. So I'm going to get a private driver to the place that I'm going. I'm staying at a very nice place that's been well reviewed online. And you know what? I'm just going to be confident in it. It's definitely a little bit scary. It's like when I went to Thailand and the first thing I looked up for this island that I was going to by myself was called Murder Island. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This place is called Murder Island. I definitely shouldn't go. And like people are telling me not to go and blah, blah, blah. I went. It was super safe. It was totally fine. So one of those things where like don't listen always to what everyone else is telling you because you know it's like that intuitive feeling and I think being able to tap into that and the more I meditate the more I tap into that I feel that it's going to be a good trip I feel that it's going to be restorative I feel I'm going to have a good time and meet great people so I'm not going to let anything hold me back that's where I'm at okay so I'm really excited. I'm going to be there for a few days. And yeah, I want to work out a lot. I want to relax, do yoga, etc. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. Basically what we're speaking on today and something that I'm sure you've probably said to yourself or I'm sure you've probably heard before because you're a human having a human experience, including myself, is this. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. I'll do that in a few months. Okay, so just think about the vast idea of the word that. That is a big effing word, right? Like there's a million things you could plug into that little sentence to basically call yourself out on your bullshit. To call yourself out on the thing that you know you should be doing. This is the number one sentence that I hear as a trainer and a coach. You know what? I don't really think I need to lose weight. I'm I'm going to wait and maybe I'll do that in like two months. Or, you know, I really understand that I would benefit from having a personal trainer because you're going to help me reach my goals and having a coach and accountability because I know you really want, because I know I really want to do it. But, you know, I think I'm going to wait maybe like two weeks. It's like, okay, No. Have you ever made or done that thing that required you to take what we call a leap of faith? Like me going to Guatemala, kind of a leap of faith. Don't really have a huge plan, have a place that I'm staying, but I'm not putting anything on the itinerary. Do you think it feels comfortable for me to go as a white female to a foreign country that has a level two travel advisory? No. Does it mean I'm going to be a complete idiot? and get robbed and like sold to a gang trade? No, it just means that I have to take a leap of faith and understand that like, even though I'm doing this thing and it's kind of scary and I've never done it before, it's okay because when I jump, that's when I feel free, right? And so sometimes I feel like we get so caught up in wanting to push things back, push things back, push things back that we never make any progress. The wheels are turning, but we're not moving anywhere. Do you ever feel that way? Like, I feel the second I took true ownership of my spiritual journey, and the second I took ownership of what I was eating and how I was eating it and how I was training my body and what types of people I was surrounding myself with and the type of money that I decided I wanted to be making and the type of money that I wanted to charge for my coaching and the type of 
certifications I wanted to have so that I was a very proficient and able and capable person to do this job. The second I took ownership of all that, those were little leaps of faith that I took along the way over the past four or five years of my career that have made me into a person that feels so different than who I was when I left college or the person that I was two months ago or the person that I was six months ago. Does that mean I'm perfect? No, I still have a lot of shit to work on. Does that mean I'm trying to be a cocky asshole? No, I'm not. But what I'm telling you is that the second you can take that phrase out of your life, I'll do that thing tomorrow, your life is going to get better because life doesn't wait for you right? Life is going to keep happening. You're going to keep turning around the world or the world. The world is going to rotate around the sun. The world's going to rotate around the sun. The world's going to rotate around the sun. And you're going to look back and you're going to say, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I take that trip to France? Why didn't I marry that person? Why didn't I tell that person I love them? Why didn't I do that thing? Why did I wait so long to get in shape? Why did I wait so long to have kids? Why did I wait so long to decide I wanted to make real money? You know why you waited? Because you were fucking scared. Well, newsflash, I get scared too. Life is super fucking intense. Taking a leap of faith is really challenging because it's unknown. You're physically taking your body into something you don't know what's going to happen, right? Or you're mentally taking your mind to a place where you don't know how you're going to go. I, like I said, triathlon training. This has changed me and challenged me in ways I literally never thought possible. I did not think it capable. The reason I did not think it capable because of this was because of the story in my head that I was telling myself, which I've spoken on. But what I'm telling you is the people that I have met that have stopped subscribing to the belief that they will do something tomorrow or that they will be something tomorrow or they will get in shape tomorrow and the people that have literally decided in the moment that they sit down with me for their very first training session that this is something that they want to do, this is how I'm going to help them get to where they want to go, this is their goal, it's defined, we're making it happen right effing now. Those people, I have literally seen transform their bodies and their minds 120% in just even two, three months from where they were before. Let me tell you this, the people that have told me, you know what, I'm going to do this thing. I know I need to lose 30 pounds because, you know, my health is at risk, but I can't do it. Um, I can't afford personal training or even if they were going to do it on their own. And they were coming into the gym and taking ownership of it on their own. That's freaking awesome. But you know what? Those people that said no to themselves six months ago are still saying no to themselves today. And that's why I really think that being able to take action through ownership is how you're going to change your life. So what I want you to do is take out a piece of paper and write down that one thing that you said you're going to do tomorrow. That one thing you said six months ago that you were going to have done by now, right? For me, it was, I'm going to record a podcast every week. Well, guess what? I was slacking on that. I literally took eight months off and as a result, I don't have a lot of podcast episodes out, but you know what? I decided to take ownership of it, and I decided if I can spend 20 or 30 minutes an evening on Instagram, I have 20 or 30 minutes to share a podcast with you because, you know, 
I've learned a few things in my time coaching and I want to share those things with you. So take out a piece of paper or go to the notes app on your phone and write down, I will do X tomorrow. Okay. What things are you coming up with? Remember, I've been there too. I took ownership of it. Um, and procrastination station. Everyone loves to procrastinate, right? But the problem is, is as we've discussed before, procrastination isn't going to do shit for your life. Unfortunately, it's just not. So you write the thing down. Okay. Take a look at it. What do you see? And how does what you see make you feel? Right? How does what you see about the person that you could be, the better, higher version of yourself that you could be, how does it make you feel to know that that's waiting for you, right? Because I was just listening to this other podcast about this idea that like, if you can dream the thing, whatever the thing is that you said you're going to do tomorrow or in two months or three weeks, if you can dream that thing or even write that thing down on a piece of paper like you just did, if you can do that, then you can be that. You can become that. You can embody that. You can make that happen for yourself. All you have to do is take action, right? Taking action is hard because it requires you to get uncomfortable, right? Because we're humans. We like to like wake up. We like to... We like to have our coffee. We like to eat the same breakfast. For me, it's avocado toast with salt and pepper. I don't know what yours is. And then we like to go to work. And then at work, we like to do the same things that we've always done. And we kind of like to like, you know, bitch with our coworkers about X, Y, and Z and such and such, such and such, and such and such. And then we like to do our post-work activity, which for me is exercise. And then we like to come home and then we like to make dinner, talk with whoever, talk with our people, see our family. And then we like to go to bed and then we like to wake up and we like to do it all over and all over and all over and all over again. Right. But if you decide, you know what? I'm not going to live like that anymore. The way that I'm going to live is I am going to figure out the thing that I want to do, the thing that scares me the most. And trust me, I have done a few of those freaking things. And you know what? To be honest, a lot of the ones that I've done, they were growing experiences. I basically failed at them. And I have to try them again and again and again and again if I want to actually achieve them, right? But it's like, if you want just a little bit more out of your life, if you want to do that thing that you've been putting off for so long, like, just like, go out and make one step today, not tomorrow, like, make a step now, Make a step right now for that thing that you want to accomplish in six months, right? Because typically what I've seen with coaching, what I've seen with my clients is like the people that make a lasting change, they take the action right away and then they freaking grind in on that goal every freaking day. And then two, three months, six months down the road, they're a new person, right? But you have to do a little bit each day. And it's like, they say it's kind of cliche. A little bit each day adds up to big results. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. Well, what does that even mean? Okay, well, it just means take the ownership of the thing that you want to do. Don't expect that people are going to do it for you. And then just fucking do it. Like, just do it. It's not the thing you're doing necessarily. It's why you're doing it. And it's how you're doing it. We can all run on a treadmill for three miles. Okay, well, how fast are you going? How much effort are you putting in? 
what's your incline? What does your form look like? Do you look like you're dying and like you're falling over on the treadmill? Or do you look tall, proud, confident? Are your heels digging into the ground? Or are you running on the balls of your feet? Are you running efficiently? Or are you wasting all your energy? Are you listening to music? Are you having fun? Or do you look like you're just in complete agony? Are you going super slow? Are you going super fast? Are you going fast and slow? Right? There's like a million ways to do one thing. And I think that in life as humans, we get so into our normal routine that we don't want to do anything out of our routine. Okay, cool. Do nothing out of your routine and be the exact same person today as you were a year ago. So that is my idea for you. And I'm really passionate about it because like I said, it's the most common thing that I believe most people are being held back by is putting something off. Stop putting it off and do it. Watch your life change and watch your mind and your body and your spirit become embodied into this higher version of yourself that's still you. It's still authentic. It's still who you truly are because that's always there. It's just in a way that vibrates so much higher because then you can shine your light into the world. Who doesn't want to shine their light into the world? I know that I do. So go light that shit up. I love you so much. And thank you for tuning in to the Wholehearted Glow podcast. Mwah.